The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Take a little listen, or rather, I want you to take a little listen to Eamon Ryan, uh, the Green Party leader, uh, speaking in the Dáil about uh, road safety. The likes of Deputy Kenny, I, I have to agree with him when he says that while there have been improvements in recent years, our streets are not safe. They're not safe for our children to walk and cycle to school. They're not safe uh, for even experienced cyclists like him. And that has to change as a way of protecting lives. That was uh, Eamon Ryan, the Green Party leader and TD, uh, responding to a question from Sinn Féin's uh, Deputy Martin Kenny. This was during a dull debate on road safety. So 155 people have died on Irish roads this year. That is the same amount that died on Irish roads in all of 2022. So in 10 months this year, we've already hit the entire target, or rather the target's the wrong way to frame it, but the, the overall number uh, from 2022, um, you know, which, which of course raises the spectre of a significant increase in road deaths uh, this year. Uh, and in that context, Eamon Ryan then talked about, uh, you know, broadly road safety, but the safety of children uh, who want to walk or cycle to school, and indeed anybody who wants to get around the public realm walking and cycling rather than uh, driving. Uh, Henry McKean has been looking into this issue for us, a very serious issue. Uh, Henry, um, do your kids, do you cycle to school? Kieran, yeah. So I'm a five-year-old at home. Obviously, midterm starts today. So schools across the country, the kids dress up in their Halloween outfits. My son this morning um, was dressed up, dressed up as Darth Vader. Um, the full outfit we picked it up in a charity shop Mm. Um, and he with the mask still waiting for the mask to arrive in the post Uh, so he just has a little bit of Darth Vader uh, makeup on but we normally cycle Did he want to dress up as Darth Vader? He did I I don't think he did Henry Well he went through different stages No that has the bang of daddy wants you to dress up as Darth Vader He doesn't know who Darth Vader Um, is His brother loves Star Wars No I mean I was never huge into Star Wars Do you know they used to show it to us in school back in the 80s I'm like oh my goodness me how long more has this movie going to go on for i was never mad into star wars but um he loves it he absolutely loves it mm. but yeah we normally cycle uh, but this morning he was worried about his cape getting stuck in the wheels so Fair we enough. drove but um to get to school we go on the pavement so i'd normally take maybe a mountain bike or i have one of those adult micro scooters and then we meet the, la- the lollipop lady the friendly lollipop lady to cross the road and then we go across a football pitch and we don't hit the road at all and i i admit i worry all the time about his safety when it comes to cycling and about him walking about. And we even put him in high-vis colours. He's only five. Anyway, I was out and about meeting, yeah, meeting and other parents. Yeah, Darth Vader outfit wouldn't exactly be well, high-vis It was very either. black. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> Today was sunny in Dublin. But I got to meet um, Amber and her son Foster. She actually homeschools her four kids. So they were, you know, around the place, you know, during the day, uh, you know, not in school, but obviously they, they do, do homeschooling. Um, she talks about their safety. Uh, They cycle on the roads very little, um, and certainly not with all four of them at once. If we have one of the older two with us, so it's a one-to-one adult-to-child ratio, then we'll maybe go on the roads. Otherwise, we avoid the roads, if at all possible. Parks, uh, the path, fine. I don't love it as a pedestrian. I don't love it when people cycle on the path. It's not safe for anybody there either, Um, but it's certainly safer than having children in the street with no protection there. Where would you cycle if you can't go on the pavement and if you can't go on the road? We walk a lot. Walk? Yeah. Do you like cycling? Yeah. And whereabouts do you cycle? Now, usually uh, just around the house. So around the estate and the garden and the streets. Do you ever cycle on the road, like the road beside us? Do you ever cycle on the road? Uh, used to, but not really much anymore. How come? I 
think I'd sometimes cycle to Sun Drive, I think. To the park, yeah. yeah. So sometimes to the park. Yeah. And what do you think of the cars around? They're dangerous, of course, because cars are dangerous. All right, what about um, cars are dangerous? Um, what about this cycle bus or bus cycle concept? Yeah, so I've spent some time in Galway. I, I actually visited them, them uh, last year, uh, and they have these kind of um, cycle bus concepts. And the idea is a big group of kids cycle to school together or the same direction together for safety, for their own protection. So that way, perhaps they're safer if they're in a big group uh, and they would cycle and take up maybe a few car spaces or the same space as a bus. Um, I got to uh, have a chat with uh, uh, Nessa Welby, chair of Cyclist.ie, and also Gronja Faller from Galway. But we start with Reg Turner. He's the chairperson of the Galway Cycling Campaign. And they join us from Galway. I work for the National Ambulance Service, so I do a fair lot of driving as well. But I have to agree with him and Ryan. My kids range in age there from uh, 2 to 13. And the infrastructure just isn't there. Um, you just have to look at the number of cycle buses uh, that are around, around the country at this stage. Just the infrastructure just is not there. We need more infrastructure. We need it to be linked up infrastructure. My own daughter, her secondary school was off and a lot of the secondary schools in Galway City uh, were off and traffic was much less on Tuesday morning because the secondary schools weren't on. My name is Gronia. I live in Galway. My daughter won't cycle to school anymore. She was doing great for a couple of weeks. We have a really safe route. Three kilometres, only 300 metres where we actually have to share with cars. Um, But my God, those 300 metres are terrifying. People have no patience. We're on the road for seconds and they pass, they pass fast and they pass close. Sometimes they pass and they're pulling in to a red light like metres away. You know, it's just, it's so frustrating. But anyway, my daughter got really spooked. Um, She didn't feel safe and she's not cycling to school anymore. And you know what? I am really happy because I was terrified every time I had to bring her on her own bike. Cycle study, you would have to agree with the minister. Um, And this is why it's so frustrating for us to see active travel schemes and safe routes to school schemes being watered down or even blocked uh, at local government level. We urgently need to see infrastructure in place to make roads safer for our children and more vulnerable road users. And we also need enforcement um, around the school gates tends to be one of the most hostile places for um, people walking and cycling. So, um, yeah, it's time for change. Henry, in my previous existence as a reporter in this station, I was once mic'd up as yep. they say in the business and put on a bicycle and sent to cycle around Galway during school drop-off and pick-up times uh, to experience what it was like. How did you find it? It was a nightmare. It was an absolute did nightmare. Did you feel safe? Uh, no, I didn't. It wasn't safe. Because it absolutely yeah, wasn't yeah. safe. You had to, yeah, like you, yeah. I know people give out about it, you had to cycle up on the footpath at times uh, to avoid really dangerous parts of the road. There was cycle lanes that just stopped and started at, at random at different well, points. Well, and the big junctions on the si- yes. side of the city, yeah. if you get through any of those, yeah. I mean, at the time... 
I, they've gone from roundabouts to traffic lights. So they were mm. maybe still in that process. So some of them were roundabouts, some were traffic lights. They were an absolute nightmare if you weren't going yeah, straight go, through go them. Galway is just one big massive roundabout stroke traffic lights. And the car is still king. I mean, there's no light transport system out there. No. Uh, and yeah, and this is the thing. I know there's going to be lots of motorists calling in or texting in and they're going oh, to Oh, they give out about cyclists. The they give out about everything. Over. There was a motorist on to Andrea during the week giving out about people who run. There's too many marathon runners on the road. Really? Yeah, I know. They're just so irate, some of these people. Well, they're, they're very, very angry. What and else did Eamon Ryan have to say? Well, he had this? lots to say. I mean, I just uh, quote some of the stuff he said. He said that um, it has to change as a way of protecting lives and also involving a, a model shift towards public transport, towards active travel, so that we do have safer roads and more effective roads for everyone where we're not in this gridlock system. And we are perhaps in a gridlock system. Yesterday in the capital, the traffic was so Dreadful. Our very own News Talk uh, Breakfast presenter Shane Coleman said, Ireland's ongoing obsession with cars on our city streets means uh, it's still dangerous for children to cycle to school. Um, so, yeah, people um, have some strong views on it. Yeah, Jim is after getting in touch. Uh, there's way too much money spent on cycle lanes and serving a very, very small cohort of the population. We need to get real. An in-depth survey of most cycle lanes would indicate very little use of these lanes. The Greens seem to be spending vast sums of money to satisfy their own selfish bucket list. What about the rest of us non-cyclists, says Jim. Jim, like, sorry, people text in and they criticise all the time. And I try not to to push back all the time. But I mean, I think there's plenty of space on the road for cars. I mean, if you're comparing like for like, Jim, I don't think it's fair to say you're being squeezed out as a driver on our roads. Well, this is it. The car is still king. And what Jim is saying, it is true. Perhaps there's sometimes one lane coming in to Dublin from the M7 and maybe one lane to get out of Dublin up the M1 and the rest is bus lanes and cycle lanes. So I do have some, um, you know, sympathy for him. But saying that, we need to build the metro. It goes back to the metro. We need to spend 12 billion and we need to build the metro. Well, we need segregated cycle lanes and those dirty ones are not segregation. Yeah, well, true. We need, yeah, we need something curbing. decent. And, 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 you know, can you leave the car at home? Do you really need to drive? Uh, does um, Is it Jim or Tim? Jim. Jim. Does Jim really need to drive? Could he not have... Maybe he's a taxi driver. And if he is a, ta- a taxi driver, does he still really need to be looking for a fare? Can he not just, you know, park up somewhere? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. If Jim is a taxi driver, does he really have to work? Is that your suggestion? No, I'm just saying that sometimes right, taxi Henry. drivers drive around in what circles. What about the young people? Without a fare. Um, <laughs> if that's okay to say. Blocking up the roads. God, the taxi drivers are going to be on the phone now, giving out... Uh, and in the bus lane. Uh, and again, I don't All think right, taxi drivers should be in the bus lane. On the, okay. Henry's right. views do not represent the views of the station when yeah, it comes to yeah. taxi drivers. Or now, anyone but me. The young yeah. people. So yeah, the, the young people. Let's let's spare a thought for the, for the young people. And many of them do accept that the car is still king. I'm never going to get a taxi again. I'm going to be barred no. from them. But right, anyway, right. <laughs> here are young people. This is their point of view. It's faster. It's a better way of movement. But sometimes some cars can be a bit dangerous. It's very reliable. And um, it would get you there quickly. And uh, sometimes it could get a little bit dangerous, but just wear your helmet, keep your lights on and be careful. I would cycle and cycle in. Uh, sometimes cars do pull out, but just keep your helmet on and your lights on and it's fine. It's really just helpful because, like, my, like, my house is really far, like, a lot, really far from us, our school. So it's just so much easier to uh, cycle to school then walk and take the bus because the bus would normally be late or something. Do you feel safe? Yeah, like most of the time I feel safe. It's a, it's a bit dark in the winter but it's fine later on. Like It can be dark in the winter sometimes so it can be a bit more dangerous. Sometimes there can be like cars who are a bit dangerous and can like threaten and 
be unsafe. And when you say threaten, they're just too close? Yeah, they're too close or they're not keeping in the driving lane. Like one time I was in the cycle lane and one of the cars was like right beside and it hit off my side thing and like it made me fall over. All right, we've heard some some younger younger cyclists. Uh, we've heard from uh, some mums a little bit earlier. So, what about the cycling dads, Henry? Yeah, I mean, men in lycra. These men weren't in lycra, but cycling dads is a big, big thing. And you know, they've got lots to say. Uh, they were very honest with me. I met them in Rathmines earlier. Um, a big cycling hub, lots of cargo bikes. They're the massive big Dutch bikes that cost about three grand with the wooden bits attached to them. Um, they, they were having a chat with me and they uh, talked about being parents and their kids and worrying about their kids going to school on bikes. I think it probably isn't safe generally for kids cycling to school. They're, the cycle lanes are good where they exist, but they vanish all the time and bus stops uh, encroach on the cycle lanes. So it could be a lot better. There needs to be a separation of the cars and bicycles. You're cycling at the moment. There are loads of new bicycle lanes across the capital and in other parts of the country. Your teenage son cycles to school. But do you think kids of a certain age, even at the weekends, it's still not safe for them to be cycling on the road? It's got to be pavements. It's got to be lollipop ladies. It probably is, yeah. The kids aren't cycling on the road because it's not safe. Yeah. You've gone electric. You've an electric bicycle. Well, I call it hybrid. Hybrid. Yes. <laughs> you do have to do a little bit of pedalling. For you, how safe is it out there cycling as a cyclist? At the present moment, I think other cyclists are more dangerous sometimes than cars because uh, the bike lanes are getting ridiculous. You know, the delivery drivers, they're all driving around in souped-up electric bikes, quite heavy, and they can be quite dangerous. My kids sometimes get a fright when they go flying past them at 35, 40 miles an hour. And, And your kids do try and cycle to school? Sometimes. I'd be normally the person kind of chaperoning them. They wouldn't do it by themselves. Still... They're still a bit too young. How old are they? 14 and 16. All right, that was uh, some of the cycling dads uh, wrapping up that report from our own Henry McKean. Uh, people are getting in touch on 87 106 The more we tell cyclists and pedestrians that their safety is everyone else's responsibility, the less care they take. The stats are showing they are increasingly contributing to their own misfortune. Colin says, make cycle paths safer by all means, but not at the expense of every single other road user. People need cars too. And this listener says, there will be more kids hit by e-scooters going to school than cars. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.